Yeah, I'm not gonna front. Um, I really like this whole podcasting format. But the issue is finding something useful instead of just being another talking head, right? Because it's like now that everything is popping on the internet, everything's a big money grab. And it's like, I don't know. Is it, is it, you tell me, is it easier or not easier to find genuine people on the internet to do business with? Or is everybody trying to flip somebody else for a buck? You know, I don't know. I don't know how it is for other businesses and other people, but I do know for the independent artist or the solo entrepreneur or solopreneur, um, this thing could be drudgery. Even when you are making bread and doing your own thing, it could be drudgery because you're trying to advance and scale your business and it's hard to find people you trust. Like, you know, I, I kind of have envy for these businesses that can have 40, 50, 1,000 employees. Shit, even if you have five employees. But a lot of times, you know, whatever the circumstances are, you know, because it's hard for you to trust people or, you know, you got burnt by a couple of people um, or businesses and then, you know, or just, you know, your business is your baby. You know what I'm saying? You felt so many times. Well, whatever the case may be, it's like, um, you know, surviving, I guess, you know, once you finally get to a level where you're getting some bread, you're able to feed yourself from your business, your art, your craft. I think it's it's imperative that you do build a team. Uh, but at the same time, I, I can also understand why it's also difficult because it's difficult to put your life in somebody else's hand. Even if you're just relinquishing a little bit, it's tough. Especially if you, you've had to, out of necessity, build something on your own. And then when you, because you figure, hey, I survived this long. Why would I need to deal with, you know, bringing somebody within my circle? You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if it's enough to just survive. You know what I'm saying? Because then you're always in survival mode. Like, how do you thrive as a solopreneur? How do you thrive as an independent artist is the real question. You know, I just recently changed. I haven't been podcasting for a while. Um, and, you know, but I left the channel open for something like this. Like, in case I wanted to speak, the channel is already there for whoever's listening. I think I lost momentum. So now I, I think there's like five listeners out there. So congratulations to you for sticking in there, right? Um, because I'm going to give you this piece. I changed the podcast instead of This Is Life with Univ Soul, where I was like talking uh, you know, I was taking breaks from the studio and just talking to random people that I knew because I felt like everybody had a story to tell. I felt like that was cool, but I couldn't keep up with like booking interviews. And, and that's just really not something I do. But I feel like something I can talk to other folks about, um, like yourself, is being an independent artist. Right. And uh, what I do to survive and maybe not even what I do to survive, you know, I see what other folks are doing. And sometimes I try these things, these things don't work out for me. But you know, I do have something that's been working out for me since 2016. I haven't had to had to get a job. And I've been able to survive as an independent artist and provide for my family. But you know, I would like to thrive, I would like to be able to get my records out there on a higher level and you know, make the best music play the best shows. And um, but it's cool, because I am a uh, 
getting paid to master my craft, which is going to last me for the rest of my life. So I am surviving as an independent artist. And I think that that's why I changed the title of the podcast to Surviving as an Independent Artist, because every day I got to figure out how to keep the bread coming in and how to grow it, because we need things. I mean, we need the food, clothing and shelter, but we also need the insurance. And right now my wife's holding that down. But, what you know, is it fair that I live this independent artist lifestyle and then she works a nine to five? I don't think so, because she has all the talent and skill and the uh, audacity as I do. So she should be living it, too. Right. But that requires my business to thrive, to give her time to push her ideas and her creations out. And, you know, like the cost of living, everything is going up. And then it's like, you know, you want to get luxuries and you want to do certain things, but you've got to keep reinvesting in your business. Right. And then things come up. So it's kind of like your business until you get to, I guess, certain dollar amounts. And, you know, you're just in survival mode because any dry spell can take you out the game. If you are, it depends on how far out your game has gotten. If you're building up your cash that much and your bills are low, you got a low overhead, right? If you could push out your business six months, nine months, a year, two years, it gives you a chance to take on, take risks, to, to grow and stuff like that. And uh, like, because if you think about it, yeah, I'm not getting a consistent paycheck and I get good money. Um, but what about... If my wife says, hey, she wants to leave her job and, and shoot her shot, too, for what she does with the purses and stuff like that, I got to be able to hold her down the way, same way that she held me down. And that, that means that we'll have to strap strap up tight, you know what I'm saying, strap up our belts. And, and you know, and because sales don't, just because you open up a business doesn't mean shit automatically just starts taking off. I mean, maybe you only start making, I mean, yo, for the people that made millions of dollars, it's everybody's level is different. The thing is to be in the game. A lot of motherfuckers is scared to be in the game. A lot of scared of failure and scared of taking risks. You can't really predict. You can plan, you can structure, you can get organized and say, and make projections and say, I'm going to make a million dollars, two million. Believe me, I know. But it just, it falls short. It can fall short. Things don't line up the way, or maybe you had a bad idea, or you were supposed to go left when you were supposed to go right, or right, or left, you know what I'm saying? And these are what you're facing every single day. That's why it's different being an employee and being an employer, right? Think about at your job, if you're working a job, you know, you're getting that steady paycheck. All you got to do is show up. And a lot of times you were like, oh, I'm going to show up late, leave early, take a long lunch. And you're like, hey, as long as I'm getting a check, I'm here for the check. I'm here for the check. You know, you got that consistent check. But the person that's dealing with um, that's dealing with the day to day, you know, what I'm saying to the hour to hour, the moment to moment situations that keep the business running, that keeps your paycheck as well as everybody else's paycheck rolling and the lights on. That person is dealing with a whole bunch of different stuff. Right. And watching the money go up and down and has to keep a reserve money because, hey, you're doing your job. You don't want to hear that they ran out of money. Right. So but you don't have to worry about if they're running out. They have to worry about that. So it's like, yo, it's just not good enough to survive even as a business. You know, you just can't be a little profitable. You really want to push it and be super profitable because you're trying to build your reserves, build up your coffers, or mind you, so that you can innovate, so you can grow, right? Because research and innovation, there, there's a risk there. Research is just research. You're trying to understand a topic so that you can 
invest your money properly. So you could do research and things can stall or you might not go with that course of action and then you spent this money. Um, so it's like it's there's no there's infinite amount of money because the numbers always going up. But you have to to get to that. You have to gain access to it, to your level. You know what I'm saying? So if you're only doing five thousand dollars worth of business, that's your level for that that particular time, 10,000, 50,000, 100,000, quarter mil, mil, 10 mil, 20 mil. That's why, like you see, like somebody, Elon Musk, he's worth whatever he's worth or he can build a rocket, right? You might have the same dreams and aspirations, but you only the $50,000 business person. So you can't build no rocket. So what can you do within your means to elevate your business so you can get to whatever you see your end goal or not even your end goal, your innovations? How do you see your creations materialize? You know, um, and I think that's be- it's beautiful when you see the big thinkers like the, you know, all the big thinkers that all the big things that we've ever had um, as mankind, those people that were able to not only dream big, but materialize it. You know how much force and power and different. It just wasn't one person, even though that the person had the spark and to get everybody tied into that ideal. I think that it's such a beautiful thing. But in the meantime, before you could get to that, that um, that thing like that. You're by yourself. You're an independent artist. You're a solopreneur, right? Because a lot of people are not trying to hear what it is that you're trying to do because everybody's got their own life that they're trying to do, their own ideas, their own like agenda. You have to prove it to them that it's worth their while to jump in. And that's not always easy, even when you're making bread, because it's, it's more than the bread that folks are looking for to be a part of. It's more than just making money for most, you know? So I think I'm going to treat this as a personal journal this time and um, talk about surviving as an independent artist. And hopefully as I'm talking and recording myself and hearing, playing it back as I'm surviving, I figure out a way to thrive, to build a team, to build momentum you know, because I'm able to control the means of production now. I'm starting to develop where I can, I've always developed the writing chops and I'm developing the recording chops. Now I'm developing the music making chops and the mixing chops and the mastering chops. By that point, I have developed the means of production on the audio side. Then maybe I can get into the graphics maybe or the video, I'm not sure. Or maybe collaborate, partner with somebody for that because I have the audio side. But um, I'm hoping that after spending so much time for it not working, now finally finally getting it to work in my 40s, that heading into my late 40s and my 50s, I can really figure out how to make it thrive on a grand scale to reach the biggest audience is possible, possible. make the best sound recordings possible and reach the biggest audience as possible. You know, I mean, it's a lifelong journey, so there's no particular time. But I would like to see that go through um, now because I can't see any other way. I mean, do I stay like this, just surviving as an independent artist for the next 10 years? I mean, I think even that would get stale just to just to survive, just to be making it. So I think within the next five to 10 years, I should be able to get this at the highest level that I've ever gotten it. I'm not saying the highest for my lifetime, but just up to 
It should be steady growth, no matter if this thing goes up and down. Surviving, just surviving is not an option, just like when I was working. Just working to be working and buy the house, the cars, and just live life and wait for retirement. That wasn't an option for me. This had to work. And it's still the same thing. I'm nobody's manager. I'm nobody's uh, recording engineer. I'm nobody's promoter. I'm just an independent artist. You know, and it's not even just because there's a lot that comes with that. I'm forced to be do well at all the business aspects because it's my business to do that if I want to stay in business. But that's not something that I lend out to other people and say, hey, and represent myself as this is what I do. No, I'm a creator, not, you know, and a content creator in my own right. I'm not a social media content creator. Uh, I like making music. And it's done well for me when it comes to the vocals and the voiceovers. And now it's time to get everything else in play to really make it as big as it can be. So we're trying to get from surviving as an independent artist to thriving. So I think I'm just ranting. But um, I'm welcoming myself back. Back to Anchor. Back to talking. I feel like I should talk on this every day so I can play it back. Even if it's for this amount of time. What is it? 13 minutes? I don't need much. Just little bites, man. I don't know if it's necessary to shoot video. I could just talk. But that's it. So I'll come back and circle back and see if I can keep it going. I don't know why I wouldn't keep talking because I do this shit every day. So might as well record something. Talk about it a little bit.